0: Here we go, let's make this happen in three, two, one. December 22nd, 2020. It's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree, it's me, it's Dr. Goose. Welcome back to the Anonymous Gamblers. On the line, two special guests today. One you know, one you don't. Let's get to the one you know. Mr. Fermi, how you doing? Good, Dr. Goose,
1: thanks for having me back. Looking forward to this uh,
0: special episode. It is a special episode. We have, and this is the God's Honest Truth. We have Jackson, who is 11 years old, out there in central Pennsylvania calling in to give us his insight on NBA, the NFL playoffs, and some fantasy pick here for what is most likely a lot of individuals' finals for their fantasy. Jackson, welcome to the Anonymous Gamblers podcast. Hi. Uh, ah, i glad to have you. What's going on, man? You excited? How did you even hear about this?
2: Yeah, um... My friends and I made a YouTube channel and we just posted some videos on the NFL and sports and stuff. So um, my uncle is actually someone from the show and he he was saying that I would probably be good on this. So I decided to give it a try.
0: You are undoubtedly already better than Mr. Fermi and I at this point. Uh, Mr. Fermi and I have been, I've been struggling. Fermi, where'd you go last week? Fermi did much better than me. To be honest, Jackson, do you have a nickname yet at all? Just out of curiosity, amongst friends or family or anything?
2: Um, some people call me Jay.
0: Jay, I'm going to call you Action, as in Action Jackson, because I actually read your notes in depth. And let me tell you something. This is some good stuff from what I can tell. I I will ride... You have your top four picks out of the East, and, and I'm interested here. You are jumping those who are in the finals. You're going to put Milwaukee in at number one, but then your two, three, and four is pretty interested. Talk to us. Tell us what you're thinking about the NBA Eastern Conference.
2: Yeah, um, obviously, um, whoever lands Harden would probably be the one or two seed, but right now I have the Bucks at one because Giannis is just – Nobody can guard him. And um they have Middleton, so They have um DiVincenzo. Yeah, they're just really good. And I have
0: run. Say that again about the Heat Jackson?
2: Um, they sh- they can be a really good team when they went on their playoff run. Okay. And beat good teams. I don't think they are going to be the one seed. Don't think they're there yet. But they definitely stepped up and if Hero can keep playing how he played in the playoffs, then they'll be really good.
0: And the Sixers?
2: Um, yeah. They have a chance to Harden, but even if they don't get him, they made some good trades. Um they tr- they traded away Horford. Um they got Danny Green. They traded away Richardson, Curry, Seth Curry, that is. Um, and then I have the Nets at four. Um, KD, I think we all forgot how good he is when he was on the Warriors. And with Kyrie, um, they're going to be really good.
0: I'm really fascinated by this and just want to get your thoughts real quick. With KD coming back, I saw plus 500. On the Nets, do you think there's some good value there on on the Brooklyn Nets right now?
1: Is that to win the, the East or to win the finals? I believe
0: it's to win. Yeah. I think it's to win the finals overall.
1: Yeah, I mean that five to one is not bad. I don't think. I mean, they and I agree with Jackson. They they're definitely a top four team in the East. I actually have them as high as two. Um, I think they're really tough. Uh, they they actually tipped off a half hour ago, and and they've they've actually started the season. And they're taking it to the Warriors right now. I don't know if you guys even have the TV on. But they look really good. Um, and Jackson's on point with with KD and Kyrie. If those two guys stay healthy, they're going to be a really tough out. They've both been in big situations in the playoffs. Durant's a champion already. So is Kyrie, I think. So those guys, I mean, it's going to be, they're going to be a tough out. Because KD, I think, is long enough to at least play with Giannis. Nobody can really stop Giannis, but I think KD's length, and he's he's an underrated defender, so um, I I think it's a, it could be a good bet at 5-1. to one. I really think that.
0: Jackson, any thoughts to what Mr. Fermi just said there?
2: Yeah, I agree. KD is one of the best defenders in the league. Um, sometimes stars like, like Curry doesn't really play that much defense. Um, oh, he's like, calling out you know, Steph Curry! James, James Harden, too. Like he never shows effort, really. But anyway, um, yeah, Katie plays it on both ends of the floor.
0: Calling it like yep. it is. I like it, Jackson. Fermi, what were you going to say?
2: No, he's he's
1: absolutely right. So, Jackson, I have one question for you. Where do you have the Celtics? Do you have them in, in like, the 5-6 range, or do you think they're going to take a t- sort of drop off this year? Uh,
2: I think, yeah, 5-6 range sounds good. Okay. Without Hayward, they're not going to be as
1: good. Yeah. No, you're right.
0: See, it's funny you guys and- mentioned. It's funny you mentioned that for me because because every time I think of Hayward, I think of the Jazz, and I think it was such a with 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 Gobert and and Donovan Mitchell there now, and I'm looking at Jackson's top four in the West. It, it just it. I would like to think that Utah would be in the top four, but Jackson clearly disagrees. He's got the Lakers, the Clippers, the Nuggets, and the Mavericks in his top four. I would have thought maybe they would have been the fourth. Uh, But Jackson, tell me what you're thinking here about the West and why you're not including my Utah Jazz in your top four. Yeah, that
2: top, that four spot is really close. I think Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets pretty much have it locked in the top three. But um, the... The Jazz, the Blazers, the Mavericks, the Warriors, they're all contending for that four spot.
0: Are the Lakers your odds on favorite?
2: Yeah, I think the Lakers are above everybody else in the league.
0: Are you talking East we, East and West? you think they're above everyone?
2: Yeah, I think they're going to go back to back. But uh, you just saw in the playoffs, they just dominated for the most part
0: question who in the west is the biggest challenge whether it's not rank whether it's in your ranking order or not who's the biggest challenge in your opinion to the lakers
2: that's the clippers the clippers because yeah they have two stars just like the lakers do
0: for me nice would you agree with that
1: i would yeah and the one thing i will say the lakers got a lot deeper in the offseason their bench is has really strengthened um which was, if they had a weakness before, that would have been it. They sort of addressed that and took the sixth man of the year from the Clippers. So the Clippers have an uphill battle, but I'm a huge Kawhi fan. I think he's amazing,
0: and I, I would still have the Clippers at two. I agree with Jackson. Jackson, do you think that anyone in the East, I mean, obviously you have Milwaukee at the top of the list, but is there anyone else that you believe in the East that would present problems to the Lakers?
2: Um, over the regular season, but when the Lakers really have to turn it up, I don't think anybody can catch up with them.
0: For me, yeah, I mean, the only team I truly believe that I would have a chance in the in the East
1: to beat them seven, at, you know, best of seven would be the Nets if they're completely healthy. And I say that because they can shoot. I'm not saying they match up well. I, I they do have two bigs that could at least try to guard Anthony Davis, um, but I don't know that there's really anybody that can stop him over the course of seven games. It would have to be a team that can outshoot them. And I think the Nets are the only team in the East that would really give them that challenge. Uh,
0: Jackson, you agree with Mr. Fermi's analysis there?
2: Yeah. And especially if they get hardened. If the Sixers or Nets land hardened, then they're definitely a challenge for the Lakers. But as of now, yeah, the Nets... That's
0: probably a good pick. Fermi, any extra thoughts on the N- NBA before we go to NFL? So the only other thing I'm, and this isn't really, I, none of these teams
1: are in the top four of the West, but I'm really excited. One of one of the things I've, I'm like, I want to see this year. I want to see the Suns, the Grizzlies, and the Pelicans because they're all extremely young, and I wanna I want to see if any of them s- sort of make a splash in the West and can get in the into the playoffs. The Suns made a run after they came back from the COVID, um, COVID pandemic. They resumed and into the bubble. They were really one of the hottest teams along with the Blazers. And then the Grizzlies and Pelicans with, with Ja and Zion, I'm, I'm anxious to see them in their sophomore year.
0: Jackson, quick but, qu- quick question for you. Of those three teams, the Blazers, the Grizzlies, and the Suns, who do you think's the fastest team? Who do you think can put up the most points? Because I don't know if you know, but all I care about is taking over. So I need to know a team that can score points. Blazers. For me? Yeah, he's right. Blazers. <laughs> Beautiful. Let's, <laughs> let's, man. Let, let's, Back and forth. I, I tell you what, I'll just hand this off to you guys. I'll give you the IP address and let, let you have the Fermi and Jackson show. It'll probably get more more downloads. Let's go over to the NFL. Jackson, maybe you've changed your mind since that debacle last night watching the Pittsburgh Steelers absolutely and totally puke on themselves on the field against the Cincinnati Bungles. As of right now, your top seven is, is pretty tight, and you even have a schedule analysis here, which I appreciate, and I may have misinterpreted. Um, what your actual analysis is. So, if you want to go further in depth, you can. You have the Chiefs, Steelers, Bills, Titans, Browns, Colts, and Dolphins. And you have the Chiefs as an easy, and the Steelers as a hard. Now, are you saying that the Chiefs have had an easy schedule? Is that how you're interpreting that? No, this
2: right. is um this is remaining schedule. So the last two games, how hard they are. Okay. Um, and this was before. This was yesterday before the Steelers game. Now I'd say Browns might win that division. I think they probably will.
0: Whoa, whoa, cheese and crackers, Browns. But you have them fifth overall right now. So yeah. in that, would you would you would you switch this? Would you put the Steelers fifth then? Is that where they, you would have them at?
2: Yeah, that was last night before the game when they were one and a half games back. But um, right now, the Steelers, yeah I'd, prob- yeah, I'd swap them. And then, yeah, I'd put them at um, five. And then I'd put the Bills over the Browns, though. So I'd put the Bills at two. I'd put the Browns at um, three and Steelers at five.
0: Now, here's a question for you. The Colts and the Steelers play this Sunday. Who do you think is going to win that game, and will that change your ranking? and that's why I have the Browns winning that division. Wow. Fermi. I, I'm with him, man. I wrote down my rankings, and
1: they're exactly what he just read off. So I have Chiefs, Bills, Titans. Or, I'm sorry, Chiefs, Bills, Browns, Titans. That's that's what I have.
0: Boy, I'll tell you what. I, I don't know about you two, but I would really not want to take a stiff arm from Derrick Henry. I'm just throwing that general information out there.
1: Well, really I... Tough. Yeah, I I think the Titans, I mean, out of the teams that could actually win the AFC, I mean, I I think the Chiefs are a clear favorite, and they should be, um, just because nobody can really defend them. But I really like how the Titans play, run first. Nobody can really stop Henry. He's proven that against the Chiefs last year. So I actually like that if anybody can compete with the Chiefs in the East or in the AFC this year, I actually think it could be the Titans in the playoffs.
0: Uh, Jackson, agree or disagree?
2: Yeah, I think um, I think the way to beat the Chiefs is to match their scoring, which is what the Raiders did earlier in the season. They put up like what did they have like thirty five plus against the Chiefs?
0: Somewhere around there. Early yeah, yesterday. it was at least thirty one.
2: Yeah. Um. But um. Anyway. Yeah, the Titans um have been putting up crazy numbers last couple weeks. Like I think this. Last week they had like over 40. And I think the week before or two weeks ago they had Samson, So
1: Yeah, I and think... they're doing it running and throwing. So they're, they are two-dimensional. Tannehill's mm-hmm. been really good. And, of course, Derrick Henry's been the best running back of the game. So uh, that's And their defense is, is not that bad. I mean, everybody's going to struggle to guard the Chiefs, but I do think the Titans are
2: solid enough to give them a run.
0: That is interesting because when you look at that NFC in Jackson, once again, uh, your top seven as it stands right now is the Packers, the Saints, the Seahawks, the Washington football team, the Buccaneers, the Rams, and the Cardinals. Has anything changed your mind since you've last written that, or is that going to hold steady for you? I
2: think that's going to hold steady. So right now I have that Rams are at five, but I think, and Buccaneers are at six, but I think they're going to swap. Because of schedule, Buccaneers have, I think, Lions and Falcons from here on out. And Rams have, um, like, Seahawks and Cardinals, I think. But, yeah, so I don't, I, I could see the Buccaneers making a swap there. And that's, that's big because, obviously, you would rather play Washington football team than the Seahawks. So you would really want to be that five seed.
0: Fermi, me, this just has to make your heart sing, knowing that he has your Packers number one here, and they're holding steady.
2: Yeah, I I do
1: think they they hold on to it. I'm I'm very worried about this week them playing against the Titans, though. I I do think the Packers actually could end up losing this week. I still think they would hold the tiebreaker over the Saints, though. So I agree. I they should hold the one seed, but um, it's a little too close for my liking, to be honest. If they need a win this week. I would that would pretty much lock it up.
0: Jackson, who do you think is going to be in the AFC Championship game?
2: Um, well, let's see. I need to see the matchup. So, like, um, Bills would advance. Probably Bills and Chiefs because, yeah, it's tough without a bracket, but I'm pretty sure Bills and Chiefs would be in there. For as me? long as they don't play play each other
0: before that. For me?
1: Yeah, So if 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 Jackson's rankings still hold, it would it would be down to Buffalo and Tennessee against. I would say the winner of Buffalo Tennessee would play against the Chiefs. I I would probably take the Titans in the playoffs, but that's a toss. That's a coin flip. That the, the Bills Titans. That's the the AFC semifinals. That's yeah, that just.
2: Re- that just really depends on how Josh Allen plays that game. We've seen him being great and him being mediocre to okay. I mean,
1: like, yeah. and crazy. stuff like weather. I mean, if they're playing in Buffalo, it could be snowy. I mean, it could be a you know run first game, and that could give a a big edge to the Titans. Or I mean, the Bills can run the ball too. But what there's so many unknowns. But I would say Titans would probably be my pick today. But that's a
0: toss-up. Jackson, same question, yes. NFC. Um,
2: That's a tougher question, I think. Buccaneers and Saints.
0: Wow, so you would have the Bucks beating the Pack, and then you would have uh, the Saints running through as the second. What makes you think that the Bucks would beat the Packers? They have Tom Brady. Oh, wow. Fermi, thoughts on that? He's just thrown just, well, daggers.
2: Well, the Bucks
1: destroyed the Packers already once this year. That was the worst game the Packers played, without a doubt. Um, and that was partially because the Bucks just dominated the whole thing. Um, I, the, the advantage, again, there would be Green Bay at home field advantage. Um, so, you know, them going to Lambeau. But absolutely, I mean, they have all the weapons to make it happen, and... I've seen the Packers choke numerous times, so it's it's not a bad pick.
0: There you go, and that's coming from the hometown hero there. So you know, I'm curious here, heading into the final week, what's at least the final week for me for fantasy um, players. You have Kittle, Gurley, and Davis as your sit players. I'm kind of surprised that you're sitting a number one tight end and some pretty good. I mean, at least a starting back in Davis. Um, I'm just curious, why are you sitting or choosing to, choosing to sit these three players this week there, Jackson?
2: Well, um, Kill has a bad matchup and, um, he, I don't like starting players back from Obvious because, um, they're playing Casey down. They're going to be down. They're not even going to get them the ball. The only way you could start him if, if he gets a touchdown is. But the last three weeks has not been good. And Corey Davis, because um, um he's too boom-bust to play in the finals. But I think because he's get, gotten, like, two really good games in the past three weeks, people are going to want to start him, but I wouldn't if I were you. And that's if you're in the fantasy finals. I just wouldn't. For me, I think he's on point. I like all three of those.
1: I'm hoping he's he's correct with the Corey Davis one. Um, I'm going against Corey Davis, I believe, unless he gets sat um, in one of my finals. So um, it's good analysis he's given. And I actually thought about picking up Kittle uh, because he was dropped. He was you know potentially going to even go on IR there for a while because he's been hurt. I I thought about picking up Kittle for two reasons. One, the other guy is I'm playing has somewhat of a weak tight end, and I. Really didn't even want to give him the option. Um, and then I thought about starting Kittle alongside Darren Waller in one of my flex positions if I get him off claim. So um, I'm still up in the air on Kittle. I want to hear how he's practicing this week and how he feels. But it's it is this is the last shot fantasy final. you got to try to make all the right decisions.
0: Well, I could be on the right side of, of Jackson's picks here because one of his starts... Is Le'Veon Bell? I'm trying to pick him up through waivers. Um, it seems as though you also have Russell Gage, and then I believe you have Keenan Allen. It just says Keenan A on the sheet, so I'm assuming that's Keenan Allen. Is that correct, Jackson?
2: Yeah, I think I got it cut off on the picture. Okay, but um,
0: tell me the three. Tell me why you want to start these three individuals. Well,
2: Gage is going to be playing behind all game because they're playing KC. It's the opposite scenario of the girly one. But, um, so yeah, he's going to be playing behind. Last two weeks, he's been good, and I think he's one of those where you can stick with him. He threw a passing touchdown two weeks ago. But his usage has gone up and up, and you're probably going to be able to snatch him off the waiver. I don't know how many percent of leagues he's available in, but it's got to be over 50.
0: And then Le'Veon Bell and Keenan Allen? Both of which yeah. who I one I have and one I'm trying to pick up.
2: Yeah, same I'm trying to pick up on Bell too. But right now he's gonna be playing from ahead. I have what, three people from that matchup. But yeah, um, he's gonna be playing from ahead. And um, well his protection, at least in Yahoo Leagues, is seventeen and I think you can trust that. I I could see him going for at least one touchdown. He's he's gonna get used a lot, um. Yeah, I th- I think he's reliable. And Keenan Allen, I just wanted to put on that list because you gotta know you can trust him. I mean, if you have him, keep watching. because um, this is early in the week we're posting this, but keep watching how he's doing at practices. Make sure you research that, especially if you're in the fantasy finals. You want to do everything you can this week, but um, yeah. It, in Yahoo, it says it's a bad matchup in Denver, but I really think that's a decent matchup. Chargers are always playing from behind. They're going to need him all game. And, yeah, I was just making sure that you start him because he did bad last week even when you thought he was going to do good. But that's he, he, was he was on a snap
0: injured. count, though, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, he, that, he was injured last week. Just make sure you know that. And then I have Ayuk. I was just like, you better play him. Like, look at his game log from the past few weeks. Like, five straight games with like seventeen plus points. That's in PPR. But yeah, that's crazy. And you gotta, his targets are going up. He's scoring touchdowns. Just start Ayuk.
0: For me?
1: yeah, he's all he's one hundred percent right on Ayuk. He's four out of the last five weeks. He's had double digit targets and double digit or uh, and a touchdown in each of those weeks. So. Um, I, I like Ayuk too The only the only thing that could be A little bit of a drawback is if Kittle Comes back and gets takes away some of those Targets but um, I still think Ayuk is a great play because Debo Samuel is out for the year as well So um, and Nick Mullins Clearly likes him so he looks His way a lot they give him the ball in the run game As well on some a little bit of trick Plays and stuff like that so I like That the only other guy that I would I just want to keep an eye on is Tony Pollard uh, for the Cowboys, he he was surprising last week with, with Zeke getting scratched. I don't know what Zeke's status is this week, but them playing the Eagles, I, I think Pollard, whatever running back in that matchup um, for the Cowboys, I think would be a solid play. Of course, if it's Zeke, you're going to start him. I'll
0: tell you what, Action, you did nothing but kill it. For 25 minutes brother you gotta feel good about this you got you've got to feel a sense of not only do you know what you're talking about you clearly know more than your uncle does like that's not even a question like you conversation whenever you have it with him he's second to you at this point i will never defer to him i will defer to, to defer to you from now on you have that respect my man you just crushed it dude for 25 minutes
2: Thanks. It was
0: good being with you guys. <laughs> for me, any thoughts? <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm, I'm just glad he had a, a good time.
1: I appreciate the insight, Jackson. I need to write some of your notes down so I can use them in my own fantasy playoffs. So, good job, buddy, and, and thanks for joining us, as, as always. Thanks. Have a good
2: um, Christmas.
0: You have a a Merry Christmas as well, too. I'm going to take us down. Jackson, stay on the line here, and we'll close it up. Mr. Fermi, do the same. Everyone who's listening to this tomorrow, Mr. Fermi and I are going to have a short little podcast. We're going to go over the bowls. They're a total cluster. We'll get into them. We'll go further in depth then. But... Again, I want to thank Mr. Fermi for, as always, for coming on, but especially our guest today, Jackson, who went on and killed it. And let me tell you something. If there's one thing you can learn from this young man because of how he did his homework and how he's paid attention to detail, it's only a problem when you're losing. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everyone stay safe till then.